Hello and welcome to the Rose Ed Show Extra. It is Monday the 17th of May. Weatherspoons Winchester is officially open. Woo! The exchange is also open for business indoors now. Come on. The most exciting news of the day, however, is that Harrison Courtney is back in the recording studio. Hello. For a little episode of the show, yes. we're going to be talking about the Southampton versus Fulham game. And it is the first time that we are recording with cameras on and hopefully uploading this episode to YouTube. It's more of a test episode. We'll keep it short and sweet. Love that. But we are going to talk about the game at St. Mary's on Saturday afternoon. We did watch the first half. We missed the second due to suddenly deciding to go to Southampton. Um, but it was a fantastic victory for the Saints. Che Adams scored early on. Great goal. Great goal, lovely goal. Nathan Teller with a fine finish after an amazing cross from Kyle Walker-Peters for the second. Fabio Carvalho on his first start for Fulham. Brought one back, made it 2-1. And Theo the Goat Walcott. Yeah, I heard that. He sealed the win <laughs> for the Saints. A 3-1 victory. And we are just going to go through some players, do some player ratings for the game and see where this leaves Southampton in the bigger picture. So Alex McCarthy, what do you think of his performance, Harrison? Well, he hasn't played in a while. Um, you know he, he, you know I think he, he's been just he wasn't great. Put it that way. He's, um, he's been poor this he, season. Yeah, he, yeah, he was out of form. He was out of form, and I think I think especially you know between the sticks, it needed a refresh. It needed 100%. you know defensively that a different bit of confidence. Needed that different you know just a, a fresher face in there. So Fraser Forster, oh my God, has he been? Has he been? You know he's done very well. He cemented it? himself as potential for number one for um. For Saints, to be, to be fair, I mean, yeah, he, I mean, he, he saved that pinning in the Crystal Palace game, and he performed really. I mean, obviously, we did concede, but you know, you could have conceded in the game, weren't you? But he performed so well in that uh, in that in, in in that Fulham game. I genuinely, I, I think, uh, uh, I mean, McCarthy, sorry, McCarthy performed so well in that Fulham game. Fulham game, he should be played more. I think now he's yeah, got that confidence back in his system. Yeah, the fight, the fight is on for that number one spot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're they're, they're definitely competing against each other, um, but. I don't know. I more I prefer McCarthy personally. I yeah. feel like he's got more experience behind Saints, and yeah, that's all I can really say. He's just got he's more of a veteran, if you know yeah. what I'm saying. I, th- I think personally for this game, there's nothing he could have done about that Fulham goal. It was a great strike, crossbar, and in good finish from the young Fabio Carvalho. I'll give McCarthy a six out of ten game. I thought he did. I thought he did quite well. Yeah, uh, I'd, I'd agree with that. I wouldn't say it was like outstanding, but I would say it was just a, you know. A normal goalkeeper game. Yeah, I mean, I don't think Fulham had the chances for McCarthy to really have an outstanding game. They only had three yeah. shots on target, but he did what he needed to do. He could not have done much more. Um, someone who also could not have done much more was Carl Walker-Peters. I thought he was fantastic. Yeah, no, he's... Um, I mean, I said in the last podcast, genuinely, I think he's probably one of our best players this season. Um, yeah, I mean, you, you see on Twitter, you see on Southampton Twitter, the, the fans are rating him so highly. He's always getting player like fans player of the match. And yeah, no, I think I think he's been I think he's been awesome personally. I don't I don't see him going anywhere this summer. No, agreed. I yeah. see him staying. I, I, I feel like he's got a few more seasons in him. But if he keeps improving like this, he's definitely getting bought off us. You know, our owners love a bit of the money, so yeah, he, uh, he's definitely getting bought off us soon if he carries on. But for now, I think he's all right. I thought he was fantastic this game. What was your rating out of ten for Carl Walker Peters? Oh, I mean, saw? from what I saw and also from the highlights. Um, thank you, Sky Sports. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I would probably give him I'd say an eight. I'd agree. 8 out of 10 for Carl Walker-Peters. Fantastic game. Moving on to the left-back position, someone else who impressed massively, I thought, was Mohamed Salasu. Uh, what, are your th- what are your thoughts on, on his game today? Uh, Salasu, the other who day. has been in 
hibernation, I'd say. <laughs> He's yeah. been climatising for like 17 million months. Uh, it's finally getting played, but I feel like, because we're safe from relegation, I feel like Ralph is now giving the young players a chance. Yeah. I mean, taking off taking off Danny Ings in half-time to put on, you know, Teller. Just like that. You know, you'd, you'd never see that in a normal Premier game, but because we're safe, I think he, we get we're getting to see more potential in Great. our squad. And I think also giving confidence in the fans to see our squad is actually, you know, it's actually somewhat okay. Um, Salasu played amazingly. Um, you know he, he he's lethal. He's lethal in that position, um, but um, the person he's got in front of him, I think, is is making him look good. To be fair, yeah, um, I, I thought um, we saw in the first half, Redman was shouting at Salasu. Yeah, and I think we were pretty. We weren't happy. Yeah, um, we, were, we, were, we were pretty furious at that because because Salasu was solid all game, and every time he gave it to Redmond. Oh, the, the, the effort and the I have to say the effort, like, like the headers he was putting Amazing, in. Amazing, yeah. like you know, you shout winners on a pro cards match. He's there. He was a brick wall. He, he was literally a brick wall in defence. I love him. I'd, I'd definitely give him an eight or. Eight uh, out of ten. I mean, I, I, I'd go for an eight and a half. I think if we're doing halves, I go eight and a half. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll sneak in a point five. We'll give right, Mohamed we'll Salasu an eight point five. A very very solid game at left back. I thought, especially since he came into the team. From a while out, Hassan Hull hasn't really trusted him too much. Hopefully, we will see more of him next campaign. Moving on to the centre-backs, I don't think there's much to be said about them. They couldn't really do a lot. It was Jack Stevens and Yannick Vestergaard. <sighs> that says it all, really, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> okay. That says it all. Um, Jack Stevens, you know, he's got experience in the Saints squad. I mean, he has to be praised for that performance against Man City last season. Uh, I think it was last season? Yeah, it was, I last, think season. It was last season. Um, yeah. And, I mean, oh, I don't even really know what to say. Vestergaard... Great at the start of the season. He's been poor. He's been poor recently. Yeah, um, yeah. Although, to be fair, this game, they put a shift in, both of them. I'll give them both six out of tens, to be uh, fair. Yeah, I'd, I'd, give, I'd, I'd, I'd give Jack Stevens a six. I'd give Vestergaard a five. Um, bearing in mind, seeing, like Jack Stevens doesn't really change. Like He's been that six out of ten the entire time. He has, he has, he has a few bad games, but he never really has like, an amazing game. Vestergaard, on the other hand, you know, he's... You know, he's assisted balls from the centre... You know, he's assisted goals from the centre-back position. Yeah. Um, so, I feel, you know, I feel like... He he's got more potential, mm-hmm. uh, but I mean that that game six out of ten. If we're if we're calling yeah, I think we'd, if we call five pass or five, you've had a very average game, done done nothing, anything less is anything less is poor. I'd say. Yeah. I'd say Vestergaard and Stevens did their job, so five or six is fair. I'd I'd give them both sixes personally. Yeah. Um, I think they both had pretty similar games. Couldn't have done a lot more. Couldn't have done much less. Moving on to the right wing position, Takumi Minamino. What were your thoughts on Minamino's game? Minamino had, I mean, uh, well, the thing is with Minamino, um, he had that one he had that one great game when he when he first started and, and everyone was like, oh my God. Yeah. Okay, no, we, we found the missing piece here. <laughs> but he's been getting played to, you know, he's not in form, really. Um, yeah. And in that game, I'd just say it's an average game. I mean, Crystal Palace game he played as well. He only had a few touches on the ball. I personally thought, sorry to interject, I it's personally right. thought he was better in this Fulham game, at least from what I saw. 100%. Than the Palace game, he looked more settled. What we found with Hasenhutl, I think, this season, is that he trusts who he trusts. He trusts players who have given him um, those solid performances in the past, and players like Minamino and players like Salaso have struggled to break in. But giving them a run of games would help out, and I think it showed, as Minamino did improve. Um, Salaso also very solid, and uh, yeah, I think I think both of them had a good game. Minamino maybe not as impressive as Salas, who didn't have as much to do. But personally, for me, I'd give I'd give Minamino a, a, a six point five. I yeah, think. I mean, I'd, I'd stretch I'd stretch just to about a seven. To be fair, I mean, he seven, improved he fair. improved so much from that from that Crystal Palace game. I think genuinely, as you said, he's more settled. Yeah, and I feel like he's just got more confidence to actually try something new. Mm-hmm. You know, last time he had a very average average game and didn't do a lot. This game, 
I think he was a bit more like yeah, you know, I might, I might have a chance to prove myself here. I thought, I thought he was better. So, yeah, um, so someone, um, someone who certainly was not better was Nathan the Goat Redmond. Uh, we don't say that name we, uh, <laughs> around me. That's yeah. banned. <laughs> we, we can, we cannot sneak the words the and goat in the yeah. name of someone. That, that should not be named. He is, yeah, <laughs> he was absolutely terrible. Every time he got the ball, he seemed to give it away. Every time he was in on goal, he um he pretty much ruined his chance. You know, um, dreadful shots were going over the bar, shout, shout giving it away, yeah. hitting into this podcast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, one landed just over the studio. A <laughs> um, bit of a lucky escape there um, for us, and it will be a lucky escape if Stanton can get rid of Redmond in this summer. Gen- genuinely, I think he's dreadful. Um, Agreed. He, he, yeah. He's he's that one player in, in in your like year four team. I think he's prime messy and he's trying everything but losing it, and then blames others for his mistakes. Yeah, he's like exactly. Cal the Dragon on our team. <laughs> genuinely, that's a beautiful that's a beautiful reference. Yeah. Um, Mustafa used to do the same for Arsenal, you know, he'd make an absolute clang and then he's pointing at Bellerin like, what are you doing, <laughs> mate? It's like, um, it's like, own up to your mistakes, son. You're, yeah, honestly. You're, you're piss poor and um, you've got, you, sometimes you've got to own it. Take responsibility, it? son. You're a professional footballer. You're an experienced professional footballer. I would give Redmond a zero. I would give him, I, 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 like, that's generous. That's, that's just generous. I would give him a zero. He's running on goal, spamming the right stick, thinking, he, <laughs> thinking he's got five-star skill moves. He's dreadful. He's, he's dreadful. Awful. He's someone Samson needs to get rid of. 100%. Someone who Southampton would definitely do well to not get rid of would be James Ward-Prowse. Jeez. James Lord-Prowse. He was sublime again, that. I thought. You know, um, James Ward-Prowse, consistent as ever. Even when we had that 9-0 loss, he didn't have a bad game. <laughs> he was sticking <laughs> in tackles. And even to, even in that film game, it was amazing. Um, I'd give him an I'd give him an 8. Maybe I'd push him a 9. But yeah, and, and I see it consistently. It's consistently a 9. Like, he doesn't really, you know... I don't see him in any other shirt. Put it that way. Agreed. He's not good enough to go to a big six club, but he's he's perfect mm-hmm. for Southampton because he he's a, he's our he's our engine. I think I think he's, he's our, I think he's pushing. I think he. I know he's probably not good enough to start at a top six club. Maybe if he went to Spurs, maybe if he went to Arsenal, he could push because he's a very talented player. I'd, I'd see him, I mean, in Arsenal state, I'd see him pushing. I mean, yeah, in all, yeah, for Arsenal to be fair, maybe not for Leicester, who are now an actual big six club. Yeah. yeah. Um, Ward Prowse, he's a model professional. There's not much more we can say about Ward Prowse than he is a fantastic professional footballer, a fantastic person, captain, fantastic. Another assist in this game. Just, he's just a, he's just fantastic. He's consistent. He's just he is, consistent. He's absolutely consistent. And you need that. So he's got. I think yeah. he's got eleven goal contributions just from set pieces this season. Um, and a few more goals which weren't um, from penalties, I believe. <laughs> penalties. Um, yeah, penalties. He's. A, <laughs> I know people could say he's a pen merchant. I don't necessarily think he's no, not a pen merchant. A, f- a free kick merchant yeah. more so. Um, I don't necessarily think that he is. I think he's a good footballer all round. It's a bit of a false narrative yeah. that he is. He's just good from um, from dead balls. I think he could certainly be in the England squad primarily for his ability from dead balls, but I think he's got a lot more than that his to stamina. his game. Yeah, his stamina. He can sprint for 90 minutes and he's, he'll be all right. He's amazing. So would you push it? I'd push him to an 8.5 out of 10, personally. I'd, I'd give him a 9. you give him a 9? I'd give him a 9. I think I think we can settle on a 9. <laughs> um, Stuart Armstrong was next to him in central midfield. He's a player who I admire a lot. I think he's a very talented footballer, can play right wing, probably more naturally. But he's filled in very nicely at central midfield. What were your thoughts on his game? Uh, sublime. I gen- genuinely, I think he's, a, I think he's unreal. Um, again, good enough for Southampton. That's the saying <laughs> I, I, I like to use. But you know, I think he's brilliant. He's he, he's a key. He's a crucial piece of our club. Genuinely, he's he is, a crucial yeah. piece, and he and, and a crucial piece to keep the play moving. Like 
again with Salisu, you see the effort he's putting in. He's always running, you know what I mean? He's always trying to, you know, get that interception. He's always sliding for the ball when he needs to. Yeah. And and the runs he makes and the balls he's whipping in are just, you know, I think they're pretty decent, to be fair. I, I, I think he's unreal. I, I'll give him an eight. I do think he's really good. I think an eight out of ten is deserved. And I personally think with Stuart Armstrong is that he goes under the radar quite a lot because... You know, he's Scottish because he's not got the fanciest name. Um, he's not got the fanciest look to him. Yeah. But he genuinely is. Oh, his hair, fantastic. though. Woo. Yeah. Oh, what a trend. <laughs> but he genuinely is fantastic on the ball. His dribbling's fantastic. Uh, he's got really good footwork. I think I think he's a very good midfielder and he's filled in nicely at central midfield. Yeah. Um, obviously, you thrived a lot more with Romeo. But um, when Armstrong plays, he does the job there. And I think an 8 out of 10 is very fair for him. Yeah. Uh, moving on to the forwards now, it is that classic strike duo of Danny Ings, Che Adams, your best duo um, when everyone is fit. Uh, che Adams again getting on the score sheet, a nicely taken finish. Yeah, sure, to my sure. surprise. I mean, Che Adams is uh, is tilting me, you know. I mean, I mean, I I I, 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 I will never like him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he's a great person, but I just I just don't rate him. Um, but. You know he's he's proving himself a little bit. You know I think he's doing I think he he's is. doing bits. He's doing bits for our club. But, he you does know, well, Danny. He, I mean, a goal scored. I'm happy. Yeah. Put it that way. Um, I've I've been a bit harsh on him in times, but um, <laughs> that that volley was was sweet. It was I'd nice because it's one of those where you don't expect it to come. It goes through. Yeah. It goes through a lot of players somehow. It somehow falls at his feet, and he could quite easily have gone. Oh shit! The ball's yeah. here, and um, and, he, uh, and yeah. spunked over the bar. No, that's the thing. Which is what Rebel would have done, thing. by the way. That's the thing. At the start of the season, he did that loads. I think yeah. that's that's why I didn't like him. Yeah, but, he's got a bit of an agenda against uh, Che Adams. Yeah, no, but I think in, re- in, re- in recent games he's showing them that he's not fumbling because I think he overthought every decision because obviously, he, you know, he's starting at a Premier League club for fuck's sake. You know what I mean? It's it's, it's a big deal for someone who's. I mean, he's still young, yeah. isn't he? He's still. Um, let me have a quick look. I think he's what 24, 25. 23 years young. I think he's only he's only played in the Premier League for a season and a half. He came from the Championship last season from Birmingham. Was very good in the Championship. Um, that step up it is quite big, and he did struggle at times last season. I think post lockdown he started to show the player that he was capable of being. And I think at, at times this season he has. He started the season very well. He sort of fell off in the middle when you were on really poor run of form. Yeah. I can't remember if he was injured or not, but now. Now Danny Ings is back. I think he has been very good, personally. He's yeah. got nine Premier League goals. He's 24 years old. Um, 24, okay. 24 years old. Yeah, He's got nine Premier goals this season. D- Danny, Ings is, Danny Ings is Sheridan's, like, mentor sort of thing. You see, you yeah, see the I training agree. videos and he's there. I think when she- when Danny Ings on the pitch, Shea performs. Um, and, I mean, clearly, in, the, I mean, you see in that in that little bit there, that volley he hits so sweetly. Very nice finish, yeah. Um, yeah, no, I think I think he's just overthinking his decisions a lot less. I'd def- I'd give him a I'd give him an eight I or, or a, se- a seven. I, uh, a seven. I'd give him a seven. A seven. I'd I'd push I'd push him between a seven point five. I think is fair for him. All right. I think Adams did well again. Um, someone who's done well this season when he's been fit, but perhaps didn't shine so much this game due to um, maybe not getting the chances. He was taken off early because Hassan Hootel wanted to trust Teller, but Danny Ings. Danny Ings. Um, I, I, I'm, a, I'm a big Ings fan. Yeah, I think, uh, I think we all are. He's fantastic. Yeah. He's a pretty. I mean, you know, he can't, I don't think he's got any haters personally. Yeah, um, you, love, I, you love him, don't yeah, you? Yeah, I, lo- I love Danny Ings. I think he's quality. I think he's brilliant on the ball. He Again, does, doesn't doesn't overthink his chances. He's always there. He took that heavy touch in that game. One little mistake can be forgiven. I think. I think. I think the ball through did make it quite hard for him. The keeper came out quite fast. I wouldn't yeah. put too much down on him because generally when he gets that chance, he is clinical. And I, yeah. I personally think. 
when he's fully fit for a whole season, that after Harry Kane, he is arguably England's best striker. You know, he's unreal. I mean, you saw last season, he was, I think he was, oh, that Sheffield United game was so funny. He was one goal off being golden boot, like drawing Vardy. What, what did he get? What did he get? 22, 23? Uh, I think he ended, Vardy only had 24, he was 23. Yeah. And in that Sheffield United game, like, everyone was just literally booting the ball up to Danny trying to get <laughs> trying to get him that goal at the end, towards the end of it but yeah, unfortunately he didn't but yeah I mean put, I mean, that says it already 23 goals in a season and he was fully fit that entire season he was and yeah people, finally I, he was fully fit I, I was talking to people and people were shocked people were saying like oh my god he's been fully fit and that I'm like what you know isn't that normal and you look back at his career at Liverpool and stuff and you realise how how you know how often he gets injured he would he would he would have succeeded at a club like Liverpool yeah. if he wasn't injury prone I think exactly personally. and then Evident this season, he's been, you know, I think it's three injuries now. He's had three times out. He has, yeah. Four. I think, yeah, maybe even more than that because yeah. his, his season does seem to have been very stop start. And I yeah. think it's impressive that he's got to 12 Premier League goals and he could make it a couple yeah. more. Bearing in mind, with a, with a stop start season, 12 Premier League goals is still impressive. I it mean, you, you know, I think, that's, I think that's amazing. I think Sheffield United only scored 12 goals. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I agree. It's a very good return. Mm. I've just looked it up last season. He scored 22 Premier League goals compared to Jamie Vardy's 23. However, four of Jamie, Bard- Jamie, Bard- Jamie Vardy's goals were penalties. Only one of Danny Ings' goals was penalties. Well, that's his own, isn't it? And, <laughs> but he was, he was joined second with Aubameyang. Yeah. Aubameyang had two penalties. So Danny Ings last season, he did get the most non-penalty goals in the Premier League. And that is a testament to how good of a striker yeah. he is when fully fit. Um, on the Fulham game, he didn't do a lot. But I think you've got to look at the bigger picture with Danny mm. Ings. It's only one game where he didn't really do a lot. And for every Saints fan, I think he's pretty much God. Yeah. <laughs> the Lord Ings. <laughs> is, I think this game, probably only a 6 out of 10. He couldn't, yep. have, done, he couldn't have done much more, as we said with a, a few players. Uh, yeah, a 6 is fair. Um, but we do love you, Danny Ings. We do love you. And that does, that does sum up the player ratings. Another good win for you guys. Oh, we've got two more players. Two more players. Sorry, the substitutions. I did forget. Yes, well, two more players. Two more I players. forgot all about the subs. Nathan uh, Teller. We'll do it at the same time. Nathan Teller, Teller, Theo Walcott. Their link-up play. Was unreal. I feel you know yeah, that's yeah. like that's like the, the particularly the, teller for me. Yeah, it's the uh, it's the Audi Kane and Son that game. <laughs> they were um I mean the the, the fluid. The, I'm not going to talk about um Teller's goal. I mean that was just a, that was a standard goal, young player. I mean it's good, but I mean it's just a goal at the end of the right day. Play, right place, right time. though. It's his first Premier League exactly, goal. Exactly, exactly. And I mean, fair, I mean that's a big that's confidence that. boost. Yeah. I see him getting played a lot more. The what I, the goal I want to talk about is Teller and Walcott. Oh. That link up play was so fluid. That little back pass and then Amazing. Walcott bangs it in. I thought that was brilliant. I think both of them should get at least eight for their both for their games. Actually, no, no, no. That's a bit. That's a bit. That's a bit generous. I'd say no, I don't know. I don't yeah, know. Thing is, Teller wasn't on the for that long. Oh, sorry, sorry. Walcott wasn't on for that long. Walcott wasn't there. No. I think. I think Walcott probably a seven, seven point. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, Walcott gets a seven. Teller gets an eight from me. I think for me personally, who who did we give a nine? We gave someone. I think it might have been Salasu. I think Teller was probably Samson's best player on the day because he. Scored the goal and he got that assist that sealed you the win. I think I'd give yeah, him a nine fair. as well. All right, okay, I'd agree with that. I mean, you convinced me. Well. I'd, give, <laughs> I'd, I'd give him a nine. Yeah, I'll give him a nine. I'd say, I'd say Salasu and Teller. I mean, the two new players were the best on the team that time. Yeah. So yeah, I I agree. I think Walcott seven point five and Teller a nine. So who is your man of the match for the day? Man of the match for me that day was Salasu. Salasu. Yeah. Oh, Salasu. Big up, what a performance. For me, I would just edit to Nathan Teller for his impact, especially since he's come on and um, and sort of getting the flow of the game and straight away he went and scored and then he got an assist yeah, yeah, in a fantastic team goal. So that is the Southampton versus Fulham 
review. Um, thank you very much for everyone who's listened. Thank you very much, Harrison, for coming on yet again. <laughs> Southampton right. up into 14th. It looks like they've sealed, the sealed their spot in the top 14. It's not a bad season for you, and it has been a pleasure to do another episode. So thank you, everyone, very much for listening. And we'll be back with a full episode with Michael and Jack soon. So cheers. Boom. Lovely bit of gear. I'm going to have to switch to your camera because I think mine just cuts out. Cuts out. Does it? Yeah, mine cuts out like 30 minutes. Ah, oh, that's alright. How long was recording? Uh, 20 minutes. Oh, really? It's still recording. I don't know. Where's the mouse gone? Oh, there it is.